Hi, I'm Tara Roach and I'm an associate in the Arthur Cox Litigation, Dispute Resolution and Investigations Group. This is the second update in the Corporate Crime audio series and in this briefing I will discuss mandatory reporting obligations for companies and in particular obligations under Section 19 of the Criminal Justice Act 2011. This section was introduced to facilitate the investigation and prosecution of corporate crime offences. I will explain what provisions exist in relation to reporting obligations for corporate crime, when a company must make a report to Angartha Siakana under Section 19, how is a report made under Section 19, and what can you expect after reporting a relevant offence. Finally, I will give you a few key takeaways to remember after this audio briefing. What provisions exist in relation to reporting obligations for corporate crime? Section 19 of the Criminal Justice Act 2011 establishes that a person or a corporate entity will be guilty of an offence a if they have information and b they know or believe that information will or might be of material assistance in preventing the commission of a relevant offence or securing the apprehension, prosecution or conviction of any other person for a relevant offence and c they fail without a reasonable excuse to disclose that information as soon as it is practicable to do so to on Garda Siakona, the Irish police force. So what is a relevant offence under the Act? The relevant offences are set out in the schedule to the 2011 Act and are wide ranging. These are arrestable offences and they include breaches of company law, competition law, banking, investment funds and other financial activities, theft and fraud, bribery and corruption, criminal damage to property and consumer protection. The range of offences covered can be amended by ministerial order. Also, if an offence is committed by a corporate entity and it can be proven that this was done with the consent or connivance of any officer, such as a director, or it was as a result of the officer's willful neglect, that person will also be guilty of an offence and will be prosecuted and penalised as if they themselves had committed the offence. The maximum penalty for failing to report an offence is an unlimited fine and imprisonment for up to five years or both. It is also important that companies and their officers bear in mind that their statutory auditor has a number of mandatory reporting obligations under the Companies Act 2014. This includes an obligation for statutory auditors to report if they form the opinion there are reasonable grounds to believe an offence has been committed under the Act or a contravention has occurred under the Act, such as a failure to keep adequate accounting records. So, when is the Mandatory Reporting Obligation activated under Section 19? The obligation to make a notification under Section 19 applies to any person, including corporate entities as well as natural persons. It is important for solicitors to be aware that there is no statutory exemption for legal professional privilege under the 2011 Act. A person is under a mandatory statutory obligation to make a report under the Act as soon as it is practicable to do so. So what does as soon as practicable to do so mean? It is not defined, but it can be taken to mean what is reasonable and appropriate in the circumstances. It depends largely on the facts and circumstances at issue. So, for example, it would be likely that it would be reasonable for a company to conduct an internal investigation to first establish whether a relevant offence has been committed under the Act 
and gather evidence before reporting to Angarda Shiakona. It is very important that persons and corporate entities bear in mind that they will be guilty of an offence under the Act if they fail to report a relevant offence without reasonable excuse. Unfortunately, reasonable excuse is also not defined in the Act and will be likely to be dependent on the circumstances of the case. For example, when a person may find themselves involved or implicated in the offence and reporting might compel them to incriminate themselves, this would be a reasonable excuse. The courts have held that a reasonable excuse may exist when there is some physical or practical difficulty in reporting the crime, or if the information hasn't already been disclosed. Section 20 provides protection for whistleblowers to ensure that they are not unfairly penalised for making a disclosure or giving evidence in any proceedings relating to a relevant offence. Employees who are wrongly dismissed following the reporting of information to the Gardaí are entitled to bring a claim to a rights commissioner or to redress under the Unfair Dismissals Acts or at common law for wrongful dismissal. How is a report made under Section 19? The reporting of a relevant offence must be made to a member of Angartha Shiakona. The report should contain the information which the person knows or believes to be of material assistance in preventing the commission by any other person of a relevant offence or securing the apprehension, prosecution or conviction of any other person for a relevant offence. There are no specific requirements contained within the Act as regards the addressee or the format that should be taken for such a report. Typically, a report will take the form of a letter to Angarda Shiakona. This will set out the details of the allegations and steps taken before the offence was notified. Your solicitor should help you in preparing this letter. What can you expect after reporting a relevant offence? The guardee will follow up in due course with the reporting person or corporate entity in respect of the report. If the reporting person or corporate entity wishes to pursue prosecution against the alleged offender, the guardee will interview the accused and seek a statement from the reporting person or corporate entity to ground a formal charge. In practice, when the guardie follow up with the reporting entity, they will often assess their appetite for prosecution in the first instance. It is likely that if the matter has been resolved privately, the guardie or DPP will assess the necessity for prosecution in light of the circumstances. However, this is all dependent on the nature and seriousness of the offence. Many corporate entities are keen to avoid publicity regarding white collar crimes and are generally conscious of reputational damage. It might be the case that they would prefer to deal with the matter internally and privately and avoid the matter being in the public domain if possible. Recent case law on mandatory reporting. The constitutionality of this type of offence was recently upheld by the Supreme Court in Sweeney and Ireland, which concerned the obligation to report to the guardie information about certain serious crimes. Mr Sweeney was interviewed multiple times by the guardie in relation to a murder. He did not disclose any information to the guardie and he was informed that he had the right to remain silent. Mr Sweeney was charged with failure to disclose information in relation to the murder. The High Court found that this was unconstitutional as infringing the right to silence and the certainty principle. This was overruled by the Supreme Court, which upheld the constitutionality of the offence, but clarified that there was no obligation to report a crime if it would compel a person to self-incriminate. The Sweeney judgment in this case serves as a timely reminder to individuals and organisations as to the mandatory reporting obligations which exist and for which they face criminal sanction for non-compliance. 
In addition to mandatory reporting, individuals and organisations should also consider their overall good corporate governance and culture in relation to non-mandatory reporting. So what are the key takeaways you should leave this audio briefing with? First, persons and companies are under a mandatory reporting obligation to report information which may be of material assistance in preventing the commission of a relevant offence or securing the apprehension, prosecution or conviction of a person for a relevant offence. Failure to make such a report to the Gardaí without reasonable excuse will be an offence. If a person or entity commits a relevant offence, the reporting obligation can be extended to officers of the company, such as directors, managers or secretaries, if the company committed the offence with their consent, connivance or as a result of their willful neglect. The offence for failing to report is indictable and carries a penalty of an unlimited fine and imprisonment for up to five years or both. A report should be made as soon as it is practicable to do so. Given the seriousness of this offence, you should immediately seek legal advice if you suspect an offence has been committed under the Act. Thanks for listening.